Here's what he says. He says, I will make a concession at the start. The pessimists are right when they say that if the world continues as it is, it will end in disaster. For example, if all transport ends on o- runs on oil and oil runs out, then transport will cease. But the world will not continue as it is. It is my proposition that the human race has become a collective problem-solving machine, doing so through invention driven often by the market. <sighs> now, this sounds like Steven Pinker to me. Mm. But here's where it diverges from Steven Pinker almost immediately. When I'm going to read to you the title of the prologue. Uh, Felix, again, when I, this is when I realized that this is the book that I had to show you when I saw the title of the prologue. Hold on to your desk when you're about to hear this title. All right. Prologue. When Ideas Have Sex. <laughs> yes! <laughs> sure. Yes! Okay. My man! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> All right. This guy, this guy's a gamer. You know, mm. he's like, he realizes in the, the guys who invent thinking too, he has to like differentiate himself. I already, I'm already fucking vibing with this guy. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely. I already like him. Like all, all of the other intelligence guys, they don't talk about sex because the only kinds of sex that they're having are like insanely illegal. Whereas this guy yeah. is just like he's like having sex with the mind. It's cool. He's he's a true sapiosexual. I'm hitting this social contract theory from the back. <laughs> well, this guy, this guy, he's like I'm going to assume he's. You know, despite his uh, landed gentryness, is not a pedophile because all the like Stephen Baker never talks about sex because it's like his publicist was probably like Stephen, you shouldn't talk about that in light of the many things. <laughs> but uh, he, this guy, like, yeah, he probably like puts on a Nora Jones CD and like t- pathetically porks his wife. Yeah, and he's like, he thinks of himself as like a sexual creature. Mm-hmm. So he's going to talk about it. God, this is this is really an episode that's going heavy into like pathetic middle aged guy sexuality between this guy and David Brooks, and I'm yeah. so here for that. So here's here's where he, we get the actual mechanism uh, that he proposes. He says, "On my desk, as I write, sit two artifacts of roughly the same size and shape. One is a cordless computer mouse, gamer. and the other is a stone hand axe from the Neolithic era." Absolutely confirmed, gamer. Wow, uh, we we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is so I love it when guys do shit like mm. this just like um the craziest thing is if you had something very new and something very old <laughs> to remind you of some non-specific ideas <laughs> on, on my desk as I write this with my light up keyboard I have a swastika and a yin yang <laughs> to remind you that some things are good and some things are bad. <laughs> Both are designed to fit the human hand. The difference between them shows that the human experience today is vastly different from the human experience of half a million years ago. He's right. That's Whoa. just, that's just that tweet about how we get more cool ranch in, our, in a day than the average medieval peasant would have gone their entire <laughs> lifetime. This is so <laughs> asinine. So here's what here's how it, the, it actually functions, right? He says, humanity is experiencing a burst of evolutionary change driven by good old-fashioned natural selection. But it is selection among ideas, not among genes. This is Dawkins. He's the just habitat- biting Dawkins. <laughs> the sexual marketplace of ideas. <laughs> yes. The habitat in which those ideas reside is the human brain. That's just the selfish gene. You've just taken the selfish <laughs> gene and you've done and you've made it ch- <laughs> 
He does cite Dawkins. Oh, wait, hang well, on. He says, We're back to the fucking qu- president is the quarterback thing. It's like, oh, in, <laughs> in the game of in the game of ideas, there's one there's one quarterback, and that idea lives in the human brain. <laughs> So he says, I believe that in some point in human history, ideas began to meet, mate, and have sex with each other. Mate, just... Th- <laughs> yes, man. O- okay, sure. Sex is what, ha- what makes biological evolution cumulative because it brings together the genes of different individuals. And by exchanging with free trade, humans beings invented the division of labor, <laughs> the specialization of efforts, and talents is, for mutual th- this gain. Man, this man is a savant, right? He's accidentally invented dialectics while trepanning himself. <laughs> and it's just like, huh, one idea meets the other idea and they make a little baby idea. And it's like, yeah, well done. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, it is like... This would be familiar to anyone who's ever had a thought before. <laughs> yeah. Really, like anyone who's learned anything at all ever in their lives, like a toddler yeah. would be able yeah, to yeah. You, basically formulate the same theory. You know what it is? It's it's like this whole prologue is just like, yo, does anybody else like hear themselves as like a voice in their own head? Just like yeah. you, you like you know how you know how when you're thinking stuff, it's kind of like you say it to yourself, but you don't hear it. Well, the, this sh- this shows how much of class is signifiers because this guy is presumably like he goes to the like British society dinners where you dress like the Riddler. I <laughs> but Matt Riddler, he's, he's like, the name. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. But That's he right. is as smart as like Faze Bank mm, uh, easily. Uh, yeah, yeah, like he's like like this is just yo dog. It's so crazy how sometimes when you have an idea. Mm. It's like, you're like, don't think you'll see it again, but then it helps you have another thought. <laughs> Dog, what's so, cr- what's so crazy is like, we use all these words every day, but then they like help us find more words. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to see so, his chapter on two-faced Buckinghamshire ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's, he says, it is perfectly possible and indeed profitable, probable rather, that in the year 2110, a century after this book is published, Humanity will be much better off than it is today, as will the ecology of the planet. <laughs> this book dares the human race to embrace change, be rationally optimistic, and therefore strive for the betterment of humankind and the world that it inhabits. I mean, I'm kind of into this now, right? Because like he he's he's convinced me in in the first in the prologue of his book because this guy's presumably way happier than I am, right? Like I absolutely, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm full of like despair and anger and terror and i just like pinball between those three things all the time this guy's like he reads the same news i do in the morning and then he's like man we're gonna we're gonna think the shit out of this it's like yeah yeah. great well he 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 keeps writing columns and his main column right now is about how the problem with the uk coronavirus uh response is that it's shut out too many private testing laboratories (laughs) yeah he's just he's just a beautiful perfect happy idiot and i i i envy him that Oh, so here's the, the it, when you said phase banks, I now, uh, you said it at the, around the perfect paragraph, because this is a very phase Banksian paragraph. I am writing in times of unprecedented economic pessimism in 2010. The world banking system has lurched to the brink of collapse. <laughs> 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 to my intense regret, I played a part in one phase of this disaster as a non-executive chairman of Northern Rock, one of the many banks that ran short of liquidity during the crisis. <laughs> but this is not a bo- this is not a book about that experience. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, a this Matt is- Ridley involved bank collapse. 
this is this remind this is exactly like the phase banks uh notes app thing about cheating on Alyssa Violet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this uh, does I was involved mm. in several situations that could be described as cheating. <laughs> this is this absolutely <laughs> should have been a screenshot. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh so what he says, basically, he hand waves that away by saying that, look, the problem with that market was that it was a market in, in assets. I like markets in goods and services. Mm. Um, anyway, but he says, rational optimism holds that the world will pull out of the current crisis because of the way that markets in goods, services, and ideas allow human beings to exchange and specialize honestly for the betterment of all. Huh. Well, we certainly uh, got Labyrinth's so- earthquake, which was a tune, to be fair. So, I mean, you know, say. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you know, he does a lot of, like, Steven Pinker shit, which we can ignore. Uh, And then he says, and so then, but then talking about uh, trade, he says, is it possible not just that the recent credit boom, but the entire post-war rise in living standards was a Ponzi scheme made possible by the gradual expansion of credit that we have, in effect, grown rich by borrowing the means from our children and that a day of reckoning is at hand? (laughs) (laughs) Thousands of Northern Rock savers have queued for hours in branches. (laughs) That is awesome because he's like he's rewriting the post-war boom and like the war boom really it is instead of being like a vindication of sort of Keynesianism and like the types of economies that Western countries had then into retconning it into being the economy since the late seventies, which is just like a debt laden consumer economy. Mm. Yeah. And then, and also putting in a nice thing about austerity and deficits in this, there. This mm. this guy absolutely like as I, I'm still I'm very very into my idea that he just doesn't know what's going on. That's why he's so happy. This <laughs> no. this guy just works. Okay. This guy goes to work in the business factory, and he goes to work in the business factory <laughs> where he works in the money office. And the more business there is, the more good. So. Uh, just... <laughs>